And we're back here in the courtroom of current events with Peter's proffer. We're doing an update podcast today. We've never done this before, but since we've been doing podcasts in the past, we want to update you as the law changes or as decisions are made. So that's what today's is. Uh, We did a previous podcast on the red light cameras and told you that some new decisions are going to be coming down the pipe. Well, they have come. So we are here to explain how that's going to affect it going into the future. Thanks for listening. I've got Peter Sardis back in here today with me to discuss red light cameras a second time. Um, Where we left off in the last podcast, um, it had gone up to the Supreme Court to determine whether or not these red light cameras that are run and the fines are collected by private companies, whether or not that was uh, legal, illegal, constitutional, unconstitutional. And the Supreme Court, I think on May 3rd, came down with their decision, Pete, and what did they decide? The Supreme Court considered a case from Aventura, Florida, uh, last week, and the case really was this. There is a set of case law from the Third Circuit that says the red light cameras are illegal. There is a decision from another competing circuit court that says they're illegal, and I'll talk about why later. The Supreme Court considered those cases and has made the determination that red light cameras are are lawful, they can be used in Florida, and it's up to the individual jurisdiction to make a determination whether or not they want to implement red light cameras as a way to uh, monitor and uh, enforce traffic laws. So even after all of the testimony and data collected that showed maybe it's even worse for public safety as it causes more rear-end accidents or um, these companies could be trying to make more money or they don't have trained law enforcement officers deciding whether or not the actions are illegal or legal, Um, looking through the footage that was too grainy or not able to be made out. The Supreme Court comes down and says that they are not unconstitutional, which means that the laws are constitutional that uphold the red light cameras and that these private companies are allowed to be in charge of them and collecting the fines, and they are not striking them down throughout Florida. And it may be splitting hairs, but the argument has been that the private companies or the jurisdictions, the governmental entities, overstep their bounds by allowing private companies to review the red light cameras before they submit them to the courts for, for jurisdictional process, which is why it's cheaper to pay the red light camera and you don't get any points on your license because uh, as long as you pay the company, the, uh, the company doesn't send the ticket to the, uh, the, you know, to the, to the, the governmental entity. Right. So the next question is, after the Supreme Court deciding that they are not unconstitutional, what does that mean going forward in Florida? Well, at this point, at least in this stage of the game, red light cameras are back on board in all jurisdictions. They are legal. Now, the question is, will our jurisdictions re-implement those red light cameras? So he says they're back on board. All he means is the jurisdictions are allowed to put red light cameras up or start the red light camera program, which is what it's it's normally referred to. But that doesn't mean that all these jurisdictions will put the red light cameras up. It's kind of a city-by-city city discussion, um, and it's going to be something that, that's voted on, something that can come and go. Um, there are some cities in Florida that have never had red light cameras in them ever. It's not something that's mandatory. The Florida Supreme Court decision does not force every city in Florida to have red light cameras. It's kind of the opposite. They just are not preventing them from having red light cameras. And, and I guess you're going to find over time that things aren't probably going to change much. If you're in a jurisdiction, for example, Tampa, Oldsmar, 
that have red light cameras are probably going to keep those red light cameras because they find uh, that they're effective for their jurisdiction. Cities like St. Pete that actually removed them because they found that they were having more lawsuits against the city than the amount of revenue that was being generated are probably not going to reimplement them. Yeah, and there's going to be cities all across the board. There are going to be some cities that have never had red light cameras that still won't. There's going to be some uh, cities that used to have red light cameras, took them down, but is going to re-implement them. And then there are going to be some cities that used to have red light cameras, took them down, and they're not going to put them back up just because it's not worth the hassle. Um, because all of this litigation has created a hassle when it comes to the red light camera specifically. Um, and it may affect what cities or governmental agencies use private companies to do going into the future. So the issue really isn't over, though, even though the Supreme Court came down in deciding this, because we do have different appellate courts that are coming down and different district courts that are coming down on either side of this issue that lawyers have pointed to saying, look, this one should be the right one. Um, So because of how much fight has been over this red light camera issue, it's not going to end going forward, right? Oh, not at all. And and frankly, if you look at some of these uh, court cases, you'll see, for example, down in South Florida, a conglomerate of uh, traffic ticket lawyers actually brought a number of cases uh, to the Supreme Court. I think what you're going to wind up seeing, because it's such a big part of traffic attorneys' businesses, that they're going to find a different reason to appeal it, and you're just—it's just a matter of uh, time until this entire issue gets rehashed over a different nuance of the law. The feeling in the traffic court rules uh, section of the Florida bar was that they were going to come down and say these were unconstitutional. So I, I think some lawyers are actually surprised that it came down and that that the Supreme Court said they were not unconstitutional because all these uh, jurisdictions pulled them. I don't think they would have pulled them if they thought the court was going to come down and say, no, they're not unconstitutional. I think the question is going to wind up being in this case that is the reason that the Supreme Court cites as these cameras being constitutional. Is that really the big fight on the on this uh, on this matter? Is it really whether or not the states are allowed to, I'm sorry, the individual jurisdictions are allowed to give a private company the right to review tickets before they get them? The answer to that is no, they're, they're constitutional for that purpose. But I'm sure they're gonna, all the heads are going to get back together yeah, now. Yeah, and it's going to be more public policy oh, arguments, sure. and they're going to do more lobbying to try to pull red light cameras. It's just this argument didn't work, basically. Right. And I don't think that that's all bad, because there is a lot of positives to the red light cameras. So let's talk about what's, what could be a positive outlook going forward that this red light camera program was not found to be unconstitutional. Well, what's positive is the governmental agencies, I guess it depends on how you look at it, from which side, what's positive. But from the government's perspective, they have the right to contract and to have an independent third-party company uh, evaluate and take the burden off of the governmental agency. So it saves public money. All kinds. And number two is there are all sorts of studies that show that this actually does increase public safety and saves people's lives legitimately. Well, I don't know. because There a, are. I'm telling you, there are. There's a fight on that because there's a lot of research that no, says... No, no. What I'm saying is there are there is data on both point, both sides. Sure. But there is data that says it, it does save lives. Absolutely. Right. Th- now, whether that's outweighed by some data that says rear-end accidents go up, it actually causes people to think twice about going through a yellow light even they're, though they're supposed to. But the point is there is some data out there that does show that these red light cameras do enhance public safety, even if, if at the very minimum... It, the worst drivers or people that are driving around that see the red light cameras will be more likely to stop when the light turns red. Yeah, and I think what you're finding, and I think that's already hashed itself out, is the places where the red light cameras seem to do benefit because of their deterrent value, they've all stayed up. 
It's, exactly. It's in places where, you know, they wound up having major issues because of the congestion or the volume of traffic that was causing problems that you've seen them go away. Yeah, but I, but I do think that it is a a deterrent generally. If you see that this stoplight has a camera above it, you are more likely to stop at that red light if you are someone that usually runs red lights. The beauty about it is, and I think the jurisdictions that did this right, they actually mark these red light cameras and they use them as a deterrent. So they've got the big signs and the right. big cameras. You know it's there. Yeah. Uh, it's the jurisdictions that use it as a speed trap that, you know, you kind of put the sign behind the tree and hope that nobody sees it so you do run the red light. Well, and that's what I think is going to be the biggest benefit from this fight all the way up to the Florida Supreme Court. Because um, that's kind of what we're going to end on is what good did this fight do? And when I look at it, I think it did a couple good things. And number one, you've just you've just stated it. I think that the the hide the ball type game to try to get more tickets that's just stupid. I think that's going away. Um, I think that another benefit that's going to come from this is these private companies are going to be by the book. They're not going to try to pump fines up. They're not going to try to hit everybody if they have questionable video. Some of them are even hiring law enforcement officers to review. Um, some of the footage that to determine whether or not it's good footage or bad footage and what can be charged based on this footage. So I think that they're going to know they're under more of a microscope now and these lawyers are going to try to pick them apart with these red light camera fines. And the reality is, I know traffic tickets suck, but if you're going to get one, I think you'd better, you'd rather be in a position where the private company has it. You can pay them a reduced fine and get get it over with. You don't have to worry about your yeah. insurance going up. You don't have to worry about going to court. And if you, in fact, do think that you have uh, an illegitimate ticket, then you can always fight it if you want. So it doesn't hurt you. Right. But, but I'm talking about specifically this fight. What other benefits do you think are going to come from lawyers fighting this process, making sure that it is constitutional based on the citizens of Florida? What other good do you think is going to come from this fight specifically? From my perspective and from the perspective of the legal nerds, um, there is clarity to the law that has come down with this decision. And the beauty about it is, the system worked. Something new was implemented. Um, it was litigated in the courts. The appellate courts got involved. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Now we have cleared on what the law should be and what the law is at this point in Florida. Which I think is a big deal with these people that get red light camera uh, tickets. I always get calls, how can I fight it? I heard you can beat it. I heard it's unconstitutional. Well, my answer to them always is, I'm not really sure because there are decisions on both sides. So if you don't think you ran the light, then go ahead and fight it. But if you do think you ran it, it's better off to pay it because then you don't get any other repercussions besides the fine. Um, so I do think there's something to be said about there being clarity in the in the law. And now that we have that, we wanted to update our previous podcast. So thanks for listening in. If you guys ever have any other questions, feel free to hit us up on any social media accounts at Tragos Law or send us an email, petertragos at greeklaw.com. Thanks a lot.